All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I am, of course, your host, the one, the only Professor Hot Sauce. And in the studio today, we have longtime friend of the show. I don't know if we've published an episode that you've done yet. No, we have not. I've but, uh, missed the cut. G Dub, how are you doing? Really good, really good. How are you doing? Oh man, I'm I'm so excited. So you and I were just discussing over a couple of Churchill beers here. We're a few deep. Shout out to the sponsor. And we've decided, I don't know what we're going to title this, but it's almost like suspended reality. Truth. It's, so to, to paint the picture, I love vacation. I feel like I'm a different person on vacation. I think everybody is. And w- when I say that, it's not like I'm actually different. It's just that I'm a better person. And the reason I'm a better person is just I'm, I'm in a great mood. You get that positive mindset, you're just throwing out positive vibes all the time. Absolutely. So what this has led to is this has led to quite a few lustful situations <laughs> where I just want to bang the shit out of some of these these great women that I've met on vacation to the point where you and I were discussing where we've been in a couple of these situations and it's actually almost turned into something Correct. pretty serious. Yeah. So you wanted me to take the lead on this. Cause Absolutely. Because I, I started writing down a list and I'm like, shit, I got like 10, <laughs> 10 women where this, 10 situations where this has happened. So a lot of these have, ha- oh shit. A lot of these have happened in Vegas. Some have... Have studio malfunction going studio on. Studio right malfunction <laughs> broke my fucking chair. Need to go to the gym a little bit more. <laughs> Which that's a to- that's a podcast topic too. But there's been kind of like three or four situations. So work trips for conferences and shit like that. You sometimes you tend to see the same people at the same events. So you you become friends with them. You go to the after parties. You let loose, and sometimes shit happens. Uh, other times Vegas, same thing. You, you, that's a party town, right? Like people go there to party, especially when you go to the nightclubs or the bars. And, you know, that's why, why people are there. And then, of course, the sexiest place on earth in Cancun, Mexico, <laughs> Temptations. But you're leaving out something also because you've talked about it before. And it's the sporting events type, type scenarios, too. I mean, that can play a factor, too. You meet people from... And maybe, des- destination weddings. Yeah. And, oh, and destination weddings. See, I mean, this goes on and on. Like, this, this is a pretty elaborate topic. Like, yeah, okay. So let's let's start. There's, like I said, I have a, at least ten. Yep. That we can talk about. So, I'll start with the most serious one that I think I got into, and that was when I went to Vegas. I went with a very large group. I actually went with three different groups. It was a great time. I kind of somehow managed to convince through. My, my one friend was getting married, so he, it was his bachelor party. I then convinced two other separate groups to be like, hey, I'm going to Vegas. It's my birthday. That same time he's throwing his bachelor oh, party. The trifecta you had going on. Oh, it was awesome. Anyway, I, I met this girl in the middle of a lobby. My, my buddies said, you should watch this guy flirt with women. It's quite amazing. They were saying that to this Brazilian bartender because, again, this, this was the best version of myself. Is I was there, it was like five, I was having a great time, I was just chatting with this bartender, you know, my jokes were on point, probably the funniest jokes I've ever told in my <laughs> life, and she's like, you know, this is funny, Las Vegas is us supposed to entertain the tourists, but right now, 
you are the entertainment. And I've never said that to anyone. And I've lived here for 15 years. And this is the entertainment capital of the world. And I said, well, thank you. It's about time someone fucking noticed. <laughs> Sees your potential. <laughs> hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then this, at this point, my brother and his friend said, oh, you should, you should see him talk to women. He's actually like, you should see him try to pick up women. I said, yeah, point someone out. And he's like, but point somebody out that will be difficult. Like, point out the hottest looking girl that you see here. And then so this girl walks by. And it's like, that one, blue dress over there. So I run over there and I say, hey, you look lost. Because she did. She was like, you're looking around. And she's like, I am lost. I need to find a blackjack table. I'm like, man, you came to the right guy. Let's go three steps this way. There's a blackjack table right there. I said, you know, what are we, what are we betting on here? You got, you got any specific reason why you're here? And she's like, Oh no, I'm just here with a few friends. We just came down and I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, let's, let's do a couple rounds. I'll, I'll, I'll back bet you and we'll split that profit if you win. And if I lose, it's on me. And it was like, I don't know, $20 or something like that. Yeah. And so we won and I said, all right. Okay. So right away, your good vibes continue. You won. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I was like, hey, come over here. You got to meet the coolest bartender that's Brazilian on this half of the strip. And I said that to her, the Brazilian bartender, and she, she thought it was a compliment. Then she realized, she was like, wait, how many other Brazilian bartenders have you met? And I was like, well, you're the first one, <laughs> but I'm sure you're still the best. You're confident. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's an understatement. So we go to the bar, and we just sit down, and like we're there for like an, an hour. And this bachelorette party comes by, and they have all these like stickers and stuff. And I'm like, what are these for? And they say, Oh, they're prizes. And I say, well, what are, what are the prizes? They're like, well, we're just giving them out. And so one of the stickers says best buns. And I was like, Oh, and I, I had my passport and in my pocket and I just threw it out in front of them. And then I leaned down, just absolutely <laughs> bending over, send my ass, showing my ass and be like, Oh shit, I can't believe I dropped my passport. And then, like, I started doing push-ups to get my passport instead of, you know, and, and they're like, all right, you deserve, you deserve the best bun sticker. In fact, we'll give you two. And I said, well, you know, there's one, there's one cheek for each. So you yeah. could just, you know, slap it on there if you want. And so they did. And this girl from, from Kansas, she's like, she's like, wow, you just did that. And I was like, yeah. She's like, that was hilarious. And I was like. You know, I would love to get your phone number right now, but I went to a pool party yesterday and I jumped in the, in the pool with my phone. And so my phone doesn't work. So what hotel room are you staying at so that I can call you tonight and we're going to go out? And she's like, we're staying at, at this hotel. And I was like, okay, cool. So then I proceeded to take off my shirt. And I was like, you want to see the worst burn in Vegas? Because I, <laughs> you know those aerosol cans for uh, yeah. sunscreen? Yeah. Well, you can't see where you're putting it no. and you're drunk as no, fuck at these very pool parties. Sporadic. I'm very pasty <laughs> and I had just the patchiest burns ever. And she was just sitting there and she just started laughing. She's like, I feel so bad for you. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I won best buns. So today's not the worst day in the world. It's a win. And then she's like, I got a pretty nice ass too. And so I was like, Hmm. All right. Well, Hey, you know, it's nice meeting you. Give me a hug and I'll give you a call later. So she gives me a hug and then I grab her ass. And I was like, oh, shit. 
you're not wrong. She's like a marathon runner. Like nice. she's got a fucking solid ass. She's like, okay, was that hug just so you could grab my ass? I was like, hey, you said you had a better ass than I do, and I've got a fucking phenomenal ass. <laughs> so I just needed to double check and make sure that these science. Stick- it's I science. mean, I got, I've got these two stickers on me that say I have the best buns from yeah. this bachelorette party. She threw out the she threw out the challenge. It was on her. So then, anyway, we hung out a couple other times just by the pool just chatted about life and she went back to kansas i came back here and because i lost my phone i was like facebook messaging her yeah back then and we still chat i was like hey it was phenomenal meeting you this was like at the start of snapchat being a thing and i was like hey you should add me on snapchat stuff like that and you know the envelope just got pressed further and further and further we would exchange pictures and then i said all right do you want a g-rated pg-rated pg-13 <laughs> r-rated or x-rated snapchat when i get when i get home tonight and she says i'll let you decide i know which one i'm hoping for though oh <laughs> and then so i go so i just i send her a g-rated one i was like i know that women prefer the g-rated photos so i knew you were expecting this she's like Plus well tease I was like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, not exactly. And I was like, all right, well, that, that was a G-rated photo. And I put on like all my, like I'm, I'm Canadian. So I threw yeah. on a toque, a winter jacket, <laughs> ski pants, and like mitts and ski goggles. So Just she, fucking with her. No totally. skin. <laughs> and she was like, all right, well, that's pretty funny. But what not what I was expecting. So then I go through the realm. I send her all of them, right? And the last one's all like a very close-up picture of my penis and then she was like holy fuck she's like i wasn't expecting that she's like i kind of was expecting it to come but it's been so long since i've i've seen one and i feel i don't know how i feel about this right now because <laughs> full uh transparency she lost her husband in a car accident and oh shitty yeah like maybe a year prior to this and she's she was one of those people that was like, I just, I'm not ready yet to move on. And Absolutely. so she was one of those. So she had like never been close to anything in a relationship. So we started talking. I was like, all right, you know, we were getting these really deep, heavy conversations. And she eventually said, you know what? I would love to come and visit you. And I said, yeah, for sure. I have frequent flyer points that I could use. You don't even have to pay for a flight. So it came so close to happening, but it, it, it never did. But we were t- we would talk every night before bed. We would like video call each other. We got to the point where she would send like messenger pictures or Snapchat pictures. I had some she sent to me on Facebook Messenger. Like one of the greatest photos in the history of the world. But I had to delete it because I still had it when I was dating and so you were you so essentially when you started this story i thought it was all about the brazilian bartender that you were trying to like get with and then the girl that she pointed out ended up being this girl that you had this super awesome connection with oh it's insane and just to totally like flourish with this woman yes and how long this from the vegas trip did you guys communicate for like you're talking like six months probably okay like it was it was about three or four months after where she was going to come stay with me for like four weeks. And 
or not, sorry, four days, not four weeks. <laughs> I was going to say, holy <laughs> shit. But she was going to stay at my place. Yeah. And she was even thinking about like looking for a job here. Okay. And, you know, I think at, at that point I was like, well, like, hold up. Like, let's not, let's not jump the gun here. So this false reality that we talked about. Well, this is the thing. So this is the thing that you and, I, you and I talked about before is when you go on vacation, it's not real life. It's not real it's life. It's not real life. You don't have a shitty job that sometimes sucks. Yeah. You know, you don't have shitty family shit. Yeah. Or shitty friendship stuff that sometimes happen. You're doing all the shit you want to do with zero consequence. Exactly. You don't have to wake up for work the next morning. Right. You're staying out till five in the morning. You're talking to whoever you want. You're drinking to whatever you want. You're spending as much as you want. It's, it's zero fucks given. But you know what? I think that really gets down to who the true you are. You know what I mean? Like I, and, and when I started writing down this list, I was like, like, I'm so fucking, I don't want to say in love, but I, there's this lustfulness that I have with these women because it's like, holy shit. Like you guys are, you guys are the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. But I understand that's only the that that's the suspended reality. This is true that I've seen of these people. Yeah, well, it's it's you putting forward this best version of you, and them putting forward the best version of them. There's zero yeah. baggage included in those moments you're meeting. It's just like you're the suspended reality. Uh, it's an extreme version of a honeymoon phase. Absolutely, so, it's like a honeymoon phase on Viagra. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I absolutely know what you mean. I mean, I've been there. I've done that. This is this has happened. I've um, had a similar instance uh, with with a woman, and it got to the point, same point as what you were talking about. Her talking about trying to get a job here. Her trying to do this thing, and it's like, whoa, have we like even, you know, had a moment of real life together this suspended reality of i'm on vacation when i'm coming to meet you and you're on vacation when you're here is a total cluster in your brain of trying to sort reality it's different when you're both on vacation together and you travel together i feel like that's like that's like very pronounced in any relationship when you're traveling with somebody or vacationing with somebody let alone when you meet somebody and your like paths just cross like this but them trying to like come back here, it's like, holy shit. Like even like four days, like think about four days of introducing this person into your life when they're on vacation and you're like going to work, you're dealing with your friend shit, you're dealing with your family shit, you're dealing with all this other stuff. It's like, they don't, do they have a sense of who you are? I don't know. So it's a clusterfuck. It really is. Not that it deters from like the connection you have with somebody, but see us talking about this both prior to us deciding that this is a great podcast idea yeah to the conversation we're currently in i think i just want to fucking travel the world and have girlfriends all <laughs> over the place yeah. yeah i'm not even joking about this no well that's because it, you cut out all the bullshit all the bullshit is gone all the bullshit is gone what you could you could be there for like three three to five days with somebody two weeks maybe if you go somewhere you know, like if you're traveling oceans and shit like that. But it's like you can go back to your your normal shitty life after. But you can be in paradise. Man, I'm thinking of more times. Like yeah. I've gone to, I've gone, like these sporting events. Yes. I've gone to these sporting events. I've And I, I love doing this. And I really hope that this happens 
you know, I'm a pretty big Raptors fan. Yep. So I hope they make the NBA final because I got I got like four girls in Toronto. Perfect. Because when the Blue Jays were good, I would also go to I went to the both years they made the playoffs. I still have three girls there who I went to games with that we're in like I'm on really good terms with. And I wanna go back and just like party with them and kind of be like their weekend boyfriend. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. You're you're creating this sense of you're in this this temporary relationship where everything is good, everything is well. You're There's on cloud fucking you're, nine. You're cloud fucking nine. You're banging it out. You're going to deadly restaurants. You're going to sweet events. You're going to concerts. You're going to parties. You're doing whatever the fuck you want to do. And you're living your best life. And you're doing it with this other person. And it's like there's basically this no strings attached situation. Because next yes. week you could be in Toronto. You could be in Vancouver. You know, different Australia. girls, different area <laughs> codes, whatever. But these women are wanting the same thing. There's so many people that want to have a relationship but aren't ready for a relationship. And this, you know what? It's like a trial version of a relationship. Yeah, like we've really, I think we've really hit something here because, you know, oh, what, we, hit, we hit nothing. This has always already existed, but like we got this fucked up mentality on how <laughs> relationships function. But but here's here, here's the thing. It's 100% not sustainable, right? It's for, no, no long term, person, no. For the average person, like if you wanted to live a lifestyle like that, you better have about $2 million in the bank every year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you travel, do you travel every year though? I travel, absolutely, yeah. I travel so, somewhere every year. Absolutely. So, like, I mean, traveling aside, you try to go different places, you try to do different things, whether you meet that person or somebody else, whatever the case may be. But it's this, if you're looking to have this white picket fence and two-story house no, on a, on a, a cul-de-sac, then this isn't, this isn't going to appeal to you. I got my bachelor pad pa podcast studio here. Like, fuck that. That's good for me. It's elite. I mean, it's, it's elite. elite. There's a curved wall in here that you guys don't even realize i have a glass coffee table <laughs> he's got a glass leather sofas i Too mean like, yeah yeah fuck. i got a podcast studio on like a floating table this is the this shit is real this is real life <laughs> this is real life i have no tv i have like zero other possessions but i have all the things you mentioned pre prior to that <laughs> But no, this is the, like, this is how I want, this is what I want my relationship life to be. I want to go to Kansas City and meet that girl I met in Vegas. And you need to. I think you have to. I want to go back to Toronto when the Raptors make the NBA final this year. Perfect. I want to talk to these girls and we're going to go out and hopefully something happens. Fuck the NBA finals, man. Take them down to a Buffalo Bills game. Who gives a shit? <laughs> go do anything with these girls in Buffalo, in, in Toronto. Like, just go visit these women. Like, like, when you're on vacation and they're willing to take time out of their life to meet you, it's like, it's almost like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll explain my situation. You almost feel this obligation to entertain when you're caught in your real life situation. Yeah. When these people are on vacation. Well, for sure. When you're both on vacation, it's like, Fuck, zero fucks given. But when they are here seeing you in your real life, you feel obligated to entertain. And you're still doing all this cool shit, which is awesome. So, I mean, take advantage of it. Go to Toronto. Go wherever. Kansas City. Tons of shit to do in all these places. Oh, I for mean, sure. And like you said, especially when you know somebody like this and you have a connection, your cost of this vacation becomes 
very minimal too. It's not like they're not going to want yeah, you to stay with down, them. Yeah, it turns down for sure. Because you're you're getting a flight, you're going there. They want you to stay with them. I'm guessing, right? Well, it depends. Depends what stage you're at, right? Like, I think for the most part, the situations we're talking about, the stage we're at, yeah, they should be. They they want you. If if you're gonna go to visit them, that you should. If you if they're not comfortable with you in their home, that should tell you that maybe you shouldn't go visit them. Absolutely, I feel 100% that way. Unless there's something you want to experience, like if someone's living in a certain part of California and you're going to California, which was where I was, I was staying close to where this woman was working. So, I mean, it worked for me and it was a better part of California where I was visiting. Right. So plenty of shit for me to do in the day, but it's like, I don't know, man, this is, uh, this is mind blowing actually. Like, no, really, like, well, here's, I'm going to throw a wrench in your, no, in your don't, no, I don't want to, I have to, wrench. no, I have to wrench. No, it has to happen because here's the deal. As much as I want, I've been, I've been trying to do this for probably the better part of, I would say seven, seven years. Okay. So in those seven years though, how often are you willing to just pull the trigger to pull the trigger? A hundred percent of the time. No, it's not because if it was a hundred percent of the time, you would have already seen this girl in Kansas city. Well, she is the one who kiboshed coming here. Okay, so her kibosh coming here, big fucking deal. You no, that is a, no, that is a big fucking deal, and here's why. Here's why, why she kiboshed it, and this is why the wrench is getting thrown into this Star Trek fucking universe <laughs> of utopia that we're living in. It's not sustainable. And, and here, not long term. No, and here's, here's why, though. And I'm, I'm not going to generalize women, but I'm going to generalize women. So... <laughs> <laughs> and this goes for men too. Like, let's be real. I think it's it's less of an issue on the the man side because I I, I can associate with this. But people want that long term life partner. They don't want somebody every six months to a year where they go on this wild crazy fling. They all of a sudden develop deep emotions and they're like, "I want you to move here" or "I want to move there." I've heard that story count. Listen, this story has created marriages i work with a guy who's from vegas met his wife he's lived here now for 13 years has like three kids he misses vegas a fuck ton oh no don't shit. get me wrong he misses the parties he misses the way he met her yeah but like he fell in love he fell in love and they got married and they lived together so that's the problem people people fall in love okay i okay you're right that's a wrench now um, let's say 85% of the population want that in their life. Not, that's not exclusive to everyone though. Like, like yourself, let's say yeah, myself, how, like, let's say you're in this rare group of people that you're, you're not interested in that. You don't want I'm that, not, that you're right. Right. I know you're not because yeah. we've talked about this several times, but at the same time, it's like, there are plenty of women that are in the same same spot. Like they are heavily involved. You in think their, so? Absolutely. There are women that are so career oriented that they're not interested in having this specific life partner. I mean, there it, it can't be. It's it's okay. So it's I impossible. I agree with you. Yeah, I do definitely agree, and I feel like that person's hard to find. It is. So I think. I've got a great idea for you. Okay. <laughs> is I was telling this to a female friend of ours that we should do wing night and we should, we should do it, but a little bit of a smaller group. Yeah. And I gave her some names and I said, 
let's invite these people. She's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And I think that her friend is that person. And it has started to get me like so kind of like I'm starting to feel like I'm lusting for her now. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like and she... you even just saying that, I know exactly who you're talking about. And the sense is, is I'm not, I don't think that's her. But that's, see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's hard, right? Because you, you got to get both parts. You got to have the personality of the yep. person, right? Which is bang. Like, I, I really like this person. I love everything about them. Yeah. But here's where we differ. So that's for me. Okay. That's, that's, and that's what I'm saying is yep. like, in one sense, I feel like she kind of is, but the other sense is like, I, I, I'm with you. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's what she wants. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's so hard to find that girl. I now though, think that if I go to temptations, <laughs> maybe once to three to 30 times a year, <laughs> I could maybe find that 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 person, right? I think you could. I honestly, I feel like the percentage of women, like, okay, as a man, we're thinking like this is such a man mentality, but it's it's 2019. Like, there are women that are way more heavily involved in their careers and in what their goals are and what they're doing. Like this situation that you talked about with this Kansas City woman, she's a widower, so um, lots of people they don't you don't get over that. No, that's you know hard. What the, the, that's and, hard and, and, and absolutely. And like she met you at her best stage in Vegas, your best stage, and you guys meet, you have this connection. Fireworks. Maybe that's all she wants out of her life. So not just people that are career oriented, but like someone that has lost somebody in their life, such as she did. I mean, that shit totally lines up with what you're wanting. And you're not being malicious about it. Like, no, of course not. That's what I mean, like about people like thinking that this so honest to God. Nine times out of ten, people are going to be like, the way that you want to live your life, they're like, yeah, that guy's a, a dirtbag. Like, he just doesn't... I don't think just, so. I think a lot of people think that because you Wait, just, you're saying a lot of people think I'm a dirtbag? No, 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 no. That's I'm what just, I'm hearing, man. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm hearing, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that hot sauce. I'm saying what, what it is is that women think that you you're pegged and you're pegged as a certain individual you're somebody that doesn't want commitment there's only certain women like we said small a finite amount that want to be associated with a guy like that because they want so many like 85 percent like that's ballpark maybe want this long-term picket fence two-story house whatever the fuck it is they want 19 kids they want whatever the fuck they want yeah. like you know who i'm talking about there's women that are in their mid 40s that don't have kids and are still wanting to have kids and it's like sorry babe the ship has sailed you know don't peg yourself into this this life that you think you need to have just live your life and that's what i feel like about a lot of the people that I meet, it's like you, I appreciate because you fucking know what you want and you're not afraid to admit it. You're like, this is what my life is. This is what I want out of my life. And I'll, I'm honest. You're brutally honest to the point where maybe it's deterred you from meeting somebody that you could have been really successful with or, or not. Right. But the point is you're being true to yourself and so many people aren't fucking true to themselves. So that's the kind of shit that like, 
is the realization. It's like, I could say to myself right now, I want to fucking be a billionaire. Well, clue, <laughs> clue in, bud. Like, it, it, ain't, it ain't fucking happening. But at the same point, it's That's like... That's just a terrible attitude. It, well, well, no, it's not... It's, I'm like, I'm optimistic to the point of unrealistic, but it's, it's trying to predict what your life's going to be without even allowing your life to transpire. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I love everything you just said, in fact. And, I mean... You got a lot of fair points in there. I think the problem for some people is they don't know what their true self is. That's part true. of that's that's life, man. Like it took me a fucking long time to get here. And I get what you're saying when people think maybe I'm a I'm a dirtbag because and let's be real, I'm on this podcast. I say a lot of things that I say sometimes for comedy or say things just to I don't know get a little bit of a rise or joke joke yeah, around. Absolutely. Right? But I will say this. I mean, I, I don't really want to have a long-term relationship. Yeah, and, that's, and, that's... and I have had a lot of people, especially women, who said, this guy has been more honest to you than any previous husband, boyfriend, exactly. fling you've ever had in your life. And this is why I like him. And this is why you're making a mistake treating him like that. I have had people say that. Exactly. And I, I will say that to people. I'll say, you know what? You might not like what I'm going to say to you. But at least you're going to know where I stand. Yes. That is the biggest thing. And that's what I fucking totally respect about where you're at. Because you know what you want. You're not afraid to have a difficult conversation. And it's like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Like, this is what I'm bringing to the table. There's nothing. Don't misconstrue my words. It's like, you are, I don't think you're a dirtbag at all. I've went out with you several times. I know a dirtbag when I see a dirtbag. Whoa, are we going to get to third base yet? <laughs> but you know, have been like, on several dates. <laughs> but at the same place, it's like, you're, you're honest. You're open about what you want in your life. And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't. So I think this whole perception of this suspended reality it's a possibility. It's a possibility for a lot of people because they're not, they're not, uh, they're not wanting to like anchor down in this perception of what is life or what life is supposed to be like this, like this picket fence, two story house type shit. Right. Like, you know? Yeah. So I think this is why I do so well on vacation with, with women is because I think that's where people are more of their true selves. Yes. But I think people wrestle with that identity all the time. Like I still do, you know, like my, my values and views have certainly changed totally since I've been young. And that's just the evolution of society as a whole. Some of them are influenced by society, right? You see, you see crazy shit. You see a mass shoot and you see somebody do, you know, these, these horrendous things. And that affects your mentality, your perception on, on, on life. So my thing is like, I, I, I agree with you and I hope I can find what I truly want is to find somebody that's like a trout. Like I said, I'm, you know, fuck it. If I can find 10 different women, 11, 10 different cities and just go vacation and see them and just have like a great time. doesn't even have to involve sex or anything. It's just like having that intimate connection yes. where you connect with that person. That is so awesome. doesn't it's, even have to be necessary. It doesn't even have to be female. I mean, like, the, the different the difference in connections is like, you know, guy guy friends. There, there's more of a bond you can have because you can relate, right? It's yeah. more relatable. But for women, I, I the male female dynamics a little bit different. Yeah. Again, 2019, I think that that kind of um, 
dichotomies changing a little bit because like you don't the feminine and masculine traits people realize are kind of bullshit yeah right um that's a that's a different podcast though (laughs) that really is (laughs) but that's what i want to find i want to find somebody that will be like hey let's go to let's go to italy let's just you and me maybe bring a couple friends i'll bring a couple friends just in case right like we met in vegas but it was fucking awesome like we just we totally connected let's go have fun together because that to me is is the pinnacle of life those are the memories i'm gonna have when i die it's not gonna be those shitty fights had with you know a girlfriend back in high school yes right like those are not gonna be the things that i remember when when i when i'm old but the problem is i don't think that there's a lot of people that think the way that i do and i get it i get that people you know a lot of my guy friends they all want most of them want relationships i think you probably want a relationship i don't know i, I feel well you know what like i don't know i've i i mean i'm coming out of i mean i've got children i've got i've been in a long relationship i've done those things i've bought the houses i've done that shit um i'm not sure what i want i think it depends on the individual and and what we want yeah so to speak so i think it's it's a very slippery slope as to like you said you just explained it yourself your perception of what you want and what you need in your life has changed dramatically uh, in a few years. And I think that uh, that's this ebb and flow of life. So yeah. it's like your career plays a big aspect on that. Say you're a traveler. Like you travel for work all the time. That really affects what the fuck you get for a life. <laughs> yeah. Your schedule. Your yeah. work schedule. Like how many work schedules are based on shift? Like, you know, like there's tons of shit that factor into it. The biggest thing is that you're true to yourself. If it's going to fucking Mexico and hitting up temptations three times a year Let's and have it. and balls out and living the, living your best life, why the fuck not? Yeah. And who's here to judge you? Nobody, well, right? You you live your life. No, they're here to judge. I don't just don't give a fuck. Exactly. So that's the biggest thing. Like I don't care. Like yeah. you know, is it awkward sitting at Thanksgiving? Are you gonna find <laughs> uh you know a missus to settle down with? <laughs> uh, but yeah I, no i, I want to tell one quick story and then we're wrapping up because i got a great idea that i'd love to do for another podcast with you perfect but i want to tell this last story and and you know i've talked i talk about the relationship and and one of the key things i really value is that to me like that intimate connection where you can basically bare your soul to somebody and you can get it and the thing i like doing with females because you get a different perception like the things I like to do with my my guy friends is like I like to bitch about things that we can relate to, but the things that like you don't really understand really are intriguing to me. Yeah. So when you get a different perception on it, that's where it's like holy shit! I want to dive in the rabbit hole. Yeah. Right. But I want to tell you about a story about this one girl I met at a sports event. So we went to Winnipeg for a hockey game, and we went to a bar afterwards, and again hit it off with this. Uh, with this woman she was a little bit older at the time and we were talking and i was about to leave and i was like i need your phone number or something and she goes to open her phone and for some reason it's on her gallery and all i see are her tits everywhere (laughs) like eight different photos of and she was like oh my god and i was like holy shit i'm so sorry and she was super awkward she's super embarrassed and but you're like great tits 
Well, in my head. <laughs> in my head, I was. So I walk away. I go grab my buddy. I say, I'll come back. And we were chatting. And she was like, it was great meeting you, Hot Sauce. It sucks that you're going back to where you live. You know? And I was like, yeah, it sucks. But, like, let's chat. Like, I enjoy chatting with you. I still want to get, get your number. I won't look at your phone when you open it this time. <laughs> and she kind of looks at me. She's like, you saw that? And I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. I did see that. But I just want to say you have fucking phenomenal tits. <laughs> if that makes anything, if that makes anything better, and she it always makes things better. She didn't really say anything. She gives me her phone number. I go back home. We start chatting like two days later, and she says, "Hot sauce, you know." I really didn't know how to react. I was so embarrassed. I didn't know what you would think of me as a person. I thought you might think of me differently. The comment you made really helped me with my confidence. She's like, here's another photo for you. And I was like, holy shit. So the thing was, this is, this is the part of the story I really wanted to tell. We had arranged to, we lived about a thousand kilometers apart. And yep. we had arranged to meet in a city that was pretty close to the middle. And there was a big sporting event that happens. And we were going to say, let's rent a hotel and let's do this. And... We never actually went through with it, but oh. she was talking to me about all the things. She was like, here's all the things I want to do. Here's all the positions I want to try. <laughs> and eventually she was like, oh, I met you one time at a bar. And to travel 500 kilometers. Is fuck all. <laughs> to meet up with a guy to fuck for the entire weekend. I was like, yeah, it sounds great, doesn't it? And she's <laughs> like... And I, I get it from a female perspective, right? Like, there's, I mean, there's, there's a safety concern probably a little bit more from their end. There is, but how, how different is it than going on some random Tinder date and wasting your time? Oh, maybe, I get it. I maybe, get like, it. Uh, to me, it's like I'm so much more open to shit like that. And you're right. This, this suspended reality of you guys traveling to this place together, and whether, like, like you said before, I would make whether a movie sex, out of that. Well, whether sex happens or not. Big oh. fucking deal. Like, I get that you amp it up during the conversation. Yes. That happens. That's natural. But it's like, you're not hell-bent on that happening. If it doesn't work between you guys, then you just become each other's best wingman. And you're fucking helping her hook up. She's helping you hook up. Whatever. Who gives a shit? But there's like, been so many. There's literally been 10 times in my life where those stories have happened. And the vast majority of them don't pan out like someone bails last minute. Because of you or them bailing? It's mostly them. Yeah. So, okay. So, that's that's fair enough. And I that's think... what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I... And I'll say that to them. I say, listen, like, this is just... This is something you fantasize about. This is a weekend of just hot sex between the two of us for, like, three days. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. Let's not lie to ourselves. Yes. And then they... And generally... There's been maybe once or twice where I backed out, but it's for the, and this is where I come from that perception that I feel like it's from a, or maybe it's just me. Maybe it's, it has nothing to do, do with gender, but yeah. I'm saying it's probably more likely on the female side. And I, I get it. There's, there's more of a safety concern there, right? This is true. So I get why they wouldn't want to do that. Yep. I, and I, and I respect that. So like when they say that, I say, all right, that's fair. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> But, you know, that's... that's. I'm going to respect that. I'm going like, to... Totally. Yeah. But, like, you know, if I wanted to make, you know, the 15th installment of Fifty Shades of Grey and base it on our weekend, <laughs> like, that's totally cool, too. You know what I mean? Because, like, that's... 
And, and that is totally what I would do. Like, you have no idea what goes through my mind in these scenarios. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to fucking do all this shit. It's going to be like the greatest sex. It's going to be so fucking unreal. Yes. And then it doesn't fucking happen. And I'm, I'm so disappointed. But th- that's what, it, honestly. Suspended this reality, is why I have this, this is the whole reason I have this podcast is because that's kind of like what I want my, my lifestyle to be. If I could do that. I would go to a grave a very happy man. I think you can do that. I think it's I think it's I think it's there. It's just like you said, it's creating this find not creating but finding this this companion to that wants that. And there's there's definitely plenty of women out there that want the same shit. It's like I don't know. Just great sex. Just great sex. That's and really all I can see all the world. Yeah, like that's really all I gotta say on the topic, man. Alright, Kay. Well, let's wrap this up. Let's do another one. I got a shout out. Churchill Beer. You so guys good. are the best. The best. Because we're going to, this night's not over yet. We're going to record a few more beauties. Just starting. If you got any comments about this topic we've talked, hit me up on Facebook. Just started an Instagram account yesterday on Twitter. All the social media ch- channels on the Proud Professor Hot Sauce. New episode every Sunday, except this past Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> New episode every Sunday coming at you. Peace out.